All right. Hello. Welcome to the Idiots on Parade, Too Ugly for TV podcast. We mock the news so you don't have to. I think I said mo- I started to say microphone and mock at the same time. So that's going to sound funny to listeners. We're, we're using microphones to do it. I mean, that's are. completely false. Ladies and gentlemen, that is Jake Vebra. He's a stand-up comedian in New York City. And my name is Nathan Timmel. I'm a comedian in Iowa City. How's it going? All is well here, even though uh, the Packers lost yesterday, which we're recording on uh, Sunday, January 23rd. I was hoping the Packers would go farther than they did, but they did not. Um, Go ahead. It looked like you were going to say something. Oh, no, I I was just going to say they legalized gambling in New York on your phone. So everyone's been uh, been betting on uh, on on sports apps and shit. Oh, nice. Uh, I bet everybody that uh, went along with the Niners was really happy then because the Niners were not expected to win. But it's- I, mean, I kind of wish you had, I, I, I might uh, today download it because there's some app that's giving away. If you put in 50 bucks, they'll give you 300 bucks to bet with, like when you sign up. Oh, they all do that. Yeah. Because they know you're going to lose it and then you're stuck and hooked and addicted and then you're spending your own money. But like, here's the thing though. If I, all right, so who's, who's playing today, right? I, I don't even know. Uh, Buccaneers, Rams, and Bills. There you go. So Buccaneers versus Rams. Here's what I might do then. I might just put 50 in, get the 350 total, right? Mm-hmm. I'll put 175 on the Buccaneers and 175 on the Rams. Whoever wins, I fucking take my 175 out, <laughs> and I've just made $175. That's a goddamn good way of looking at it. Do you, is there no fine print that says you can't do that? I mean, I, I, I th- that's the thing is I'm skeptic. That's why I'm skeptical about yeah. this. Like, I mean, your plan is fucking solid. You have a solid plan right there. It's a solid plan. And, and I, I mean, but there, there probably is some weird fine print. I mean, I would think, but then again, it could just be like an overly ambitious marketing campaign Kind of like, um, what was that, well, movie pass or whatever. You where- know that betting isn't one-to-one these days, right? Most bets are not you bet 175, so you win 175. There are lines and margins, so you could bet 175 and win 25, so you get 200 back out. You put in your 175, and they give you 25, depending on what the final score is, what they were supposed to, if they covered the spread. Very rarely is betting one-to-one. I'm betting $100 on this team, and I win 100 if they win. That's well, not how it works. Yeah, anymore. but here's here's the thing, though, is if I'm if I'm cutting 350 in half, and I bet one on one team and one on the other, even even if the team wins that didn't have you, you know like the lower odds or whatever, I mean I'm still I'm still taking yeah 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 you're still back. in black. I'm still yeah. yeah I'm still I'm still I'm still taking way more than 50 bucks out. Yeah, no, it's 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 a good plan. I like it. But but it could be one of those things like Movie Pass where they were like, we'll just pay uh, retail ticket prices every time these fucks want to go see a movie. And it was like, yeah, I mean, you got a lot of subscribers, but like, there's so many f- variable costs every time they do something. So I, I mean, it's one of those things to where I, I think they're they might just be banking on. Well, some people will just make some small bets and take the the free money out that we gave them, whereas other people will be total degenerate gamblers and we'll have yeah. them hooked. And we're just banking on there's going to be, I, I don't know, enough degenerate gamblers to offset, um, you know, the fucks like me. Yeah. And I think that's because I know uh, a bunch of my friends 
who do that. They they do a bunch of small bets every week, five bucks here, five bucks there. But they did sign up for the right. app for that reason. And then they just stayed and are doing $5 bets nonstop because you look at a $5 bet, it's like buying a Starbucks. Oh, I buy Starbucks every day. That's yeah, just five bucks. And you don't notice it till the end of the year where you're like, I spent how much fucking money? And that's what they're banking on is you not paying attention to the bets you make. Right. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, you know, my, my dad was a huge gambler my whole life, did like casinos and stuff. And I, you, you know, so I, I just kind of never really got that into it because I'm like, fuck that. If I'm going to have an addiction, it's going to be drugs and alcohol because they work every fucking time, you know, unless some asshole sold you baking soda. Uh, other than that, they fucking work. It's not like there's a type of vodka where, uh, only about a third of the time it gets you drunk, and then the other two thirds are just instant whiskey dick and fucking DWI charges. You know, yeah, gambling's fucking great when you win, dude, but it only happens like a third of the time. The other third of the time, you just fucking lose, and it's the opposite of the high. I again, I think I, I said this to you last week. I hope the fuck you're taking that to the stage because that's goddamn brilliant, and you're making me laugh over here. I might, I might do a little bit of that. Um. I mean, because that's what comedy is. Comedy is supposed to be personal. They say, oh, my dad was a gambler. And then you just say exactly what you just said because it's fucking great. No, not only don't I do material about my life, I don't even do material that's my material. I do other people's material on stage. Yeah, so you're kind of like uh, the dearly departed Robin Williams. You just took uh, other jokes and did them better or with more energy. And I don't say that's only, only Only the, the difference is I steal their material and then bomb with it. Uh, <laughs> he, he did quite well. You're you're more like uh, Mencia. You just steal to steal. Yeah, pretty much, man. I I steal I steal jokes because it's the only way I can come uh, these days. <laughs> uh, the but dude, you know I what I would see sometimes because you would in the Midwest you'd see people coming out of casinos with like crosses on. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like yeah, cross yeah. necklaces. That's a fucking weird thing, dude. Because that's a, like a, a religious gambling addict. That's somebody who believes that there is a God, but that that God hates them and doesn't want them to win most of the time. You know, <laughs> just sitting there. Come on, Lord. I need a seven. I need a ah, oh, fuck. I like you're right, Lord. I, I don't deserve this money. Give it to the billionaire who owns this casino. Well, I suppose uh, their justification is if God isn't going to prevent a rape, why would God uh, roll double sixes? You know? Yeah, pretty much, man. I, I mean, they're, they're like, yeah, he's uh, he's he's a big, powerful guy. He's just, you know, mysterious like ways me. and all. He's yeah, he's just a real fucking jerk. <laughs> well, the the last thing I'll say about football is I don't know if you saw this because you don't watch football. The Packers were horrible on special teams all year. For the, the, it came down to a field goal with the seconds dying. You know, the Niners had to kick a field goal to win. Yeah. And the Packers only sent 10 players onto the field. It's the most important play of the game. Oh, and they didn't even make the, they didn't even send the appropriate numbers of players out to, to try and prevent the field goal. That's how bad they were last night. Dude, they're like that team that the Harlem Globetrotters play every year. The, the Washington, uh, the, the generals, not the wizards. Yeah. I almost said the wizards, the generals. Yep. That's yeah. what they were. Hey, by the way, if you're listening to us in Chicago on Chicago's comedy talk scene radio, thank you. Hi, Chicago. Hey, Chicago. All right. Let's jump into some news. You, well, you talked about how New York uh, just legalized gambling, gambling on phone apps. Jake, it, it, this has been a banner week for New York. Have you started celebrating? Are you the happiest person on the face of the earth? All movie theaters in New York 
can now serve booze. Now, I'm sure it's going to be like those $15, uh, you know, like when you go to a sporting event, they're going to jack it up. But New York's already pretty expensive when it comes to bar booze. But uh, yeah, you can you can go see a film and, and have a vodka. I mean, I've been doing that anyway. I've been doing a little something called sneaking vodka in. So I, I'm still not going to buy their vodka. If they're charging $8 for a fucking popcorn, for a stale popcorn, I don't even want to know what a vodka soda is going to cost. Oh, that's a good goddamn point. I go to uh, movies with my friend James. Uh, we do it a couple times a year just like because we never see each other. So it's sort of our like, oh, let's go see a movie and just hang out and catch up and talk about his kids, my kids. But we, And he always, always, always gets the uh, family size popcorn and family size soda and eats the entire thing during the movie. And I don't know how he does. And he's not a big dude. He's just a normal dude. And I don't know where he puts it. I don't know how he doesn't throw up at the end of the film. But yeah. He buys well, that, that movie theater popcorn. butter, man. It messes with my stomach. Like I, and the thing is, is I like it. It tastes good, but I just a small popcorn, man. And anything more is like it, it, it's just too goddamn much. Yeah, it tastes good in the moment, but then twenty minutes later, you realize when it hits you that it's that it's bad. I mean, honestly, unless I have enough like points on my like fucking savey save regal cinema app thing, yeah, uh, to buy a popcorn. I just sneak shit in, man. Like I'm not, I'm not paying these motherfuckers eighty five dollars for a Snickers bar. It's just not going to fucking happen. Yeah, and it's right, so Jake. funny because a friend of mine was telling me back in the day, but oh, well, that's part of making money, though. And it's like, well, they they're fucking up because they're overcharging to the point to where I'm just going to sneak shit in. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Like, there's a difference between um, I'm just going to make these numbers up, one hundred percent profit margin and 10,000% profit margin. It's, it's kind of like uh, the pharmaceutical industry where that, uh, that pharma boy, uh, Shrekel Shreki, where yeah. he took that AIDS medication and took it from, I'm again, making numbers up, uh, $7 a pill to $750 a pill overnight. Popcorn costs them 10 cents. If they charged five bucks for it, okay, that's an immense amount of profit. It's absurd, but it's five bucks. But when they're charging 15, that's like you say, that's when you're like, okay, fuck you. I'm not buying your popcorn. But the, the difference is he was the only one that had that medication. If he checked it up that much, but there was a bodega right across the street from him that was selling it for two fucking dollars. Yes. It, it, the plan wouldn't work. I mean, not that you can sneak uh, popcorn into a movie theater in your pockets. That'd be pretty difficult. But a candy bar, like you said, a flask of vodka, uh, you can sneak a lot of snacks in. To, Dude, to uh a couple Thanksgivings ago, it was it was it was before COVID. I remember that. I uh, Amy went home for Thanksgiving for one reason or another. I don't remember what. I didn't go with her, you know. And the thing is, is I used to love having Thanksgivings and Christmases here before I was with Amy because I I, I wasn't going to go all the way back to Iowa for that, you know. Yeah. Um, where she lives close enough that like a six hour drive is doable, you know, like, like her family is close, you know, um, to where we do that. But before I was with her, I would just get fucking drunk and eat Peking duck and hang out with other degenerate comics who, 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 who didn't have families or love in their lives. It was fucking great. Uh, so <laughs> she's in Pennsylvania, right? And I'm like, I'm going to do the Peking duck thing. And I went and saw that movie Parasite because I was like, she's not going to want to see a subtitle movie in theaters. Yeah, yeah. But it was like before it was getting all that Oscar buzz. I just saw it on the app and like the trailer looked kind of cool. So I was like, I'll go see this. And uh, so I went and I got uh, from Flushing, I got a whole Peking duck in like a, to -go, in a couple to-go things. And I got a long overcoat. 
and I put the Peking duck and some buns and, and, and a bottle of vodka and some soda and, and I got a cup. And so I'm sitting in the back of this theater watching Parasite eating Peking duck and pork buns and mixing fucking vodka sodas. But and, and here's the thing is I was like, well, it's Thanksgiving and uh, it's this, it, you know, I, I didn't I'd never heard of it. I just saw the previews on the app. I was like, that's just some foreign film. You know what I mean? It's, it's from South Korea, North Korea. I don't know which one. Um, I, I had no idea, you know, so I'm like, whatever, there's not going to be anybody in it. One of the like, two. I mean, there's only two options. It's one of the two. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a heads tails sort of thing. Yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent. And so I, I'm like, and it's just as likely it's from North Korea, South Korea. Yeah. They make just <laughs> as many movies up there that we watch. But so I, I didn't realize that like, oh no, this movie's going to be fucking huge. And it did like legit win best picture in the Oscars that year. You know, it's just, it was just coming out here and it was, it, it was before it was getting all that buzz, but like, you know, the story is a pretty, pretty diverse spot. And like, you know, if you're from South Korea and that movie is like, like it's on your fucking radar, you know what I mean? So like there was kind of a lot of people in this theater. I'm like, what the fuck? And plus like, you know, um, also if you're from South Korea, probably not a big Thanksgiving guy either, you know? So yeah, like yeah, there was yeah, a yeah. decent amount of people in that theater and i'm like ah oh, fuck man so i'm just sitting in the back and i'm like i know they can smell this duck man <laughs> but i don't give a shit and I, I just i just ate duck and and uh and and made vodka sodas man it was great and it was a fucking great movie dude it, it legit was the best movie of that year like i that one best picture and i was like yeah fucking right fucking hey as as it should have it was amazing and they do get it wrong so often, so it's nice when they finally nail one. Yeah, man, I loved it because I saw it before. It was fucking getting all of it, so I didn't go into it with the, well, I wonder if this really should get nominated for a way. It was before all that shit, and so I had no expectations whatsoever, you know, none, and I was just blown the fuck away. Hmm. Well, good on South Korea. I mean, they've, they've been knocking it out of the park with that and Squid Game and they're, they're yeah. really stepping up their, their cinema game. They're, they're artistic, their theater and arts and film development. Oh, yeah, man. Um, well, even, you know, like Old Boy was fucking great, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. A little older, but um, yeah. yeah. All right. I suppose we should talk some news. Um, here, here's my favorite story of the week. Uh, actually, there are two favorite. All my stories are favorite this week. I have so many good ones, but this is the one I wanted to start with. Let me click over to the title so I can read to you. Uh, Mitch McConnell says black people vote just as much as Americans and people lost their shit and saying black people are Americans too and blah, blah, blah. Look, can we agree on a couple of things? One, Mitch McConnell is a piece of human shit. We can all agree on that. Nobody yeah. likes him. He's an asshole. He's bad for America. He's bad for everybody. Not He's not bad for rich people. He's not bad for rich people. He's a piece of human shit. That said... Do you have to fucking get completely outraged over everything liberals? This is obviously a slip of the tongue. He even went back and clarified and said, I meant all America. Like he wasn't saying black people aren't Americans. He was just speaking as, off the top yeah, of his the head. The rest of America. Yeah. Yeah. He was trying to say that black people vote as much as white people vote as much as Asian. Like he was, he was trying to break it down as segments and it came out wrong. And anybody listening knows it came out wrong. Anybody listening with half a brain knows what he was trying to say. He's an asshole. He's a piece of shit. But you don't have to take this and turn it into, he doesn't think black people are Americans. He, no, he fucked up. Hate him for his policies. 
Absolutely. But don't turn fucking a slip of the tongue into outrage because you make normal people tune the fuck out and you think you're assholes because you are becoming assholes when you cry about fucking everything, especially mistakes. Is Mitch McConnell an asshole? Yes. Did he fuck up here? Yes. Don't get outraged by fuck ups. It was a slip of the tongue. Everybody knows what he meant. Plus, while he was giving that speech, Joe Biden was giving another speech at the same time who had like 17 slips of the tongues. And it turns out those same media outlets tended to ignore those. Oh, yeah. did And I saw a little one. Did he say that uh, Abraham Lincoln was the most racist president or something like that? I don't even know, dude. It's like a fucking daily thing with that guy. Yeah. I want to look right now because. Uh, mm Because I thought I heard that. Because like you said, he, he's tripping over his own tongue constantly. Uh, I just Googled Abraham Lincoln, Donald Trump, Biden. No, oh, here it is. It's it's like the... Okay, so... Oh, that's October 22nd. I was going to say... Uh, Biden calls Trump one of the most racist. I thought I heard him say something about Lincoln. All right, I can't find it. But I, I, I had heard that. Anyway. All right, so any other thoughts on Mitch McConnell being a douchebag? Um, no, I like your point that, 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 that they, they did ignore the fact that Biden is fucking up constantly. Yeah. You got to Like your, your, your head guy is fucking doing that almost on a daily basis and nothing out of you. And then one out of this fucking guy and you're all over it. It's like, there's a, there's a thousand reasons to hate Mitch McConnell. This ain't one of them. Yeah. Oh, well, then let's segue into this story. Well, you sound like an asshole, sure. But, I, I, you know, like, hey, he, he sounded fucking dumb. Like, yeah. Yeah, he wasn't but, giving a he, – he, he fucked up a sentence. He right. didn't give a seminar, a speech on why no. black people are not real Americans. He wasn't up there espousing a racist ideology. He, he puts forth shitty uh, race-harming policies all the time, yes. But actually, his policies hurt middle class and poor people more – than they do individual race. And that's that's the big game is is telling white people and black people to feel separate when you're in the same economic bracket. I mean, his policies hurt everyone. Um, yeah, he, he wasn't espousing racism. He, he fucked up. And like you just said, uh, but uh, I, I do want to say this. Let's segue into this. It's another thing the media ignores, a story I just sent you. Uh, if you're anti-vax, you're naturally a Trump supporter. You wear your MAGA hat. You scream, let's go, Brandon. Uh, Czechoslovakia, Hannah Horka dies after catching COVID intentionally. Well, I heard, uh, oh shit, I can't think of the guy's name. There's, there's a right-wing commentator in California trying to do the same thing. Um, but this Hannah Horka is a folk singer and the headline screams that she caught it intentionally. And then you read the story and you're like, oh yeah, she's one of these, uh, hippie yoga vaccines are chemicals people that get severely underreported and they invented this shit they've been saying vaccines are bad forever it's a relatively new phenomena that it became politicized with trump and that maga people are now anti-vaccine i'm not getting a polio shot i have an amethyst crystal yeah that was the original yeah exactly. it was the original brand of anti-vaxxer i mean they're, they're still they're still loud and proud you know yeah, they, they, they say that anti-vaccination for COVID in California is spreading through what I just said, like yoga classes and gurus who are saying, no, if you breathe through your chakras, you can't get sick. Yeah, it's their, 
almost a million Americans have died from having their third eye closed. Uh, it's not COVID at all. It's not. Just getting sun salutation. Did any of those people get in sun salutation while they were in a hospital? No, they didn't. Not a single one did. And that's why they, yeah. And it was like this, um, God, was it under Obama? It, might, it, it was. It was under Obama that we were having measles outbreaks. And it was happening in the California crunchy granola uh, sections. It was not happening in Trump country because Trump wasn't a thing yet. So when the media reports that Mitch McConnell is the worst and that uh, Trump supporters are all anti-vaxxers, they do tend to ignore that the extreme left, the hippie granola, the, the, the Bernie Sanders is not progressive enough for me crowd, is also anti-vax. We, we get limited news. We get biased unfulfilling news and that's why you and i are here to to point it out and make fun of it for three people who like us yeah well here's here's the dumbest thing about this lady too um well no the dumbest thing about her is is the getting covid intentionally right but but just underneath that the second dumbest thing is if, if I'm, I'm putting myself in in her her shoes or, or sandals or flip-flops uh, so clogs? No, it's yeah, 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 yeah. It's now nah, she's barefoot. This chick is barefoot. I'm, I'm, I'm putting myself <laughs> in her bare feet, and and like, all right, I I decide I am going to treat like chicken pox, and I'm I'm more or less a public figure, you know, like I'm a, I'm a folk singer. People yeah, know yeah. me over there, you, you know. Um, and I'm like I'm going to get COVID on purpose. I'm going to vaccinate. I'm going to get it on purpose. That way, I have the antibodies, and and that that's going to be my way of treating it. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get it and make sure I'm fine before I go around bragging about that shit. Otherwise, if I end up dead or on a ventilator, <laughs> I look like a real fucking asshole. You know, I'm going to be remembered way more for my, uh, for my exit than for, for the hits at that point, you know? Yes. That is how you do it. You, uh, you speak and say, Oh, I had COVID two months ago and I'm fine and I'm unvaccinated. I got, yeah, you, 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 after the fact, you announce what you did, what you accomplished, not, uh, not what you're trying to do. Dennis Prager is the right wing douchebag that uh, said he was trying to catch COVID. And, and the funny thing about Dennis Prager doing it is he did it at the time. And you and I talked about it at the podcast when like seven right wing conservative talk show hosts radio died in a row. And he was out there trying to catch us like, come on, one more, please. But he's still kicking and spreading this. God wouldn't kill me with COVID. Those guys must have been sucking each other's dicks or something. Bunch of sinners. That's why well, I'm not doing sun salutations. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, sorry. Was Dennis Prager a hippie guy or a... Right no, he's guy? a right wing uh, douchey guy. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's it's those guys like to, oh, God's going to, you know, keep this yeah. from happening and, you know. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Are we to the, okay, two more stories. Oh, this one. Did you, did you watch the South Park pandemic specials? Oh, yeah, it was great. Oh, it was fantastic and touching at the end, too. I loved it. One thing I loved was is how they made Butters, the guy selling NFTs and, and making fun of them. And oh, here yeah, we go. Great. Crypto Bros, and that's what it is. Crypto Bros spent $3 million thinking they bought the rights to Dune. They bought uh, a, a special copy of Dune, a, a book based on a movie that was going to be made, a rare art book, Jodorowsky's Dune. And what they planned to do was destroy it 
and then turn it into NFTs and an online presence because they would own the rights. The problem is they didn't realize they were simply buying a physical book, just that copy, not the rights to Dune, just that copy of the book. But uh, yeah, I know how they feel. I bought an NFT the other day from a guy in Times Square. It's pretty much all baking soda. I was like, what the fuck is it? <laughs> it was it was half baking soda and the other half was something completely fungible. And I was like, this is not what you said it was. Who's the, the kid from uh, Lord of the Rings? Elijah Wood. Apparently, He got in hot water a couple months ago. Did you hear about this? Lord of the Rings? Yeah, Elijah Wood. He got in trouble because he bought an NFT from a guy who today, today at present, is making <laughs> NFTs and selling them. But in the past, years ago, he made, and I don't know if you've seen some of these, I, I remember them from my childhood, uh, really racist cartoons in Hustler. Do you remember seeing the old in Playboy and, and Hustler? Like they really characterized uh, turned uh, into caricatures, black people, and they had them, you know, big lips and criminals. And do you remember the old cartoons in those magazines? Yeah, I think Mitch McConnell used to draw those, right? It would be <laughs> it would be like a black guy with really big lips and stuff saying, I'm not really an American. It was it was like a thing. Yeah. And it was popular. But so this this artist, uh, so they discovered so someone discovered that Elijah Wood bought a work of art from this guy that has a racist, a horribly racist, you know, you see the cartoons, they're horrible uh, in his past. And so they they said, How dare you support this guy? You should sell it. And to me, when I look at it, I agree with them. Don't buy uh, art from a guy who's an about ass asshole. But before you get to that point, like you said, number one and number two, stupid. When you're talking about the Czech folk singer, um, why are you buying an NFT in the first place? Why? How is this generating so much money when you know they said that there was an uh, image of Air Jordan that was selling, and it's like, yeah, the image has been on the internet forever. Yours isn't special. You can pretend it's special because you bought it. But if I can Google that same image and look at it, yours isn't special. So I don't, I don't understand how these fucking things are so popular other than it, it fucking invented like Bitcoin. It's, it's only valuable to people who pretend it's valuable. When that's, I, I think that's kind of what it is, is these, uh, these NFTs are more or less their own form, their, their own individual forms of, of, of cryptocurrency. You yeah, know, like like it's not it's it's not the painting itself, the digital art itself. It, it, like it's the you know the reselling of it, the idea that you bought it, the, the, it, it puts you in that click. It's it's that world you like feeling to be, uh, that you're a part of that world. I mean, I I think that's part of why people do it. But in terms of like its its actual value, I think you know instead of like this much percentage of a bitcoin, I I own you know. Um, Oh, this much of a percentage of a of a digital thing where SpongeBob is jerking off, or, or yeah. you know whatever this shit is. I honestly would love to put out a couple NFTs because, from the artist point of view, the creators, it's apparently a fucking gold mine because a painting um, gets sold and then that's it. So it gets sold over and over and over, and the yeah. seller always makes the money. Apparently, with NFTs the artist retains a link to the NFT or a connection so that if I sell it to you, Jake, for $20, the artist gets something. But then if you, Jake, sell it to someone else for 40, the artist gets a percentage of that too. The artist always gets a percentage of the sale. So from the artist point of view, the creator, they're fucking brilliant and beautiful. I have no fault with that. I just still don't see the point from wanting to buy one or 
pretending to own one when it's out there, you know? And like, it's, it's, um, it's one of those things to where it's like, what the, A, it seems like it'd be really easy to rip somebody off with a fucking, here's a digital picture. Yeah. Hence what Butters was doing in the pandemic special. Right. Yeah. And, and so it's like, yeah, even, even if, even if these NFTs are real, you don't know that they're going to get re the one that you have is going to get resold for more money. I mean, yeah, how yeah. would you even fucking guess it? Like it's, it's completely, it's, it's fucking really expensive lottery tickets at that point. Um, and B I'm saying like, like these guys got just a fake NFT, you know, just like, uh, no, I j just sent you a fucking picture of a book, you know? Um, and it's not like, like, look, all this fucking cryptocurrency, all this fake money, uh, what, what are you going to go to the FBI and be like, hey, this fake money that I bought, it turns out it was fake. Like, what do yeah. you, yeah, I mean, what, what the fuck, man? Yep. You set yourself up for that one. All right. Even Wiley Coyote is calling you a fucking sucker. <laughs> buying, a, buying a fucking $2 billion Dune book or whatever the fuck these guys did. Three goddamn million. All right. Here, Jay, is my favorite story. Good for whoever fucking did that. Good for whoever did that. That's amazing. Oh, yeah, I agree. Well, here is my favorite story of all time, because all too often, like every time you hear a story about uh, someone getting scammed out of money, it's always an elderly person who was, and I've heard of this scam, where they contact and say, hey, you with the IRS money, we need it paid in uh, Best Buy uh, gift cards, and they're fucking stupid, and they go buy the Best Buy gift cards and give it to someone. Yeah. Like, I've seen enough of this. To, every time I see someone get scammed, I'm like, how fucking stupid is that person? Well, here is the smart person, a 73-year-old New York grandmother outsmarted scammers who pretended to be her grandson and said he needed $8,000 to be bailed out of jail. So they contacted her and said, hey, grandma, uh, it's, it's Billy, your grandson. I'm in jail. I need $8,000. And what she did, and she said in here, where he said, she was like, no, he's she, real. No, wait, wait, I didn't read it. Let me get, she said, I only have it in the form of an NFT. <laughs> I can give you half of the NFT if you give me $7,000. That's the only thing that would have been better than what really happened. No, she, God bless this woman, was not stupid like so many people that get duped. She said, quote, I told him I had the money in the house and I figured, well, he's not going to fall for that. She said, adding that she called the police, quote, well, he fell for that hook, line and sinker. A man impersonating a bail bondsman arrived at Jean's house to collect the money. She handed him an envelope filled with paper towels. And as he turned to leave, police officers tackled him. She full on said, he's not stupid enough to come here, is he? Oh, he was stupid enough. So she said, yeah, sure. Come get the $8,000. She Chris Hansen the hell out of these fuckers. And they got the guy and then they got him to talk. And they, you know, like they uncovered this little scam ring and busted several people. I want every elderly person to read this story and pull the same shit. When someone calls you and says, hey, I need money for this, the IRS, uh, jail, whatever it is, you say, fine, come here and get it. And you call the cops and have the cops waiting. What a beautiful story. Yeah, I mean, it turns it because the thing is, is old people generally are dumb. But here's 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 a weird paradigm shift. It used to be it was like millennials 
and Gen Xers that would be ripping off the old dumb people that doesn't know how technology works. Right now we're into this new category of young people who knows how it works really well, but they're dumb enough to spend millions of dollars on SpongeBob NFTs. <laughs> so they're also easy to trick. So you have the dumbest two ends of the, the spectrum just <laughs> tricking each other. It's fucking weird. It is. Who's more gullible? It makes me think of, and have we talked about this on here? It makes me think of that old Stanhope bit. Doug Stanhope had a bit where he said that old people suck because they always talk out of both sides of their mouth. On the one hand, they say, uh, I've got life experience. You talk to me when you get some life experience under your belt. And the instant they're swindled, they say, oh, but I'm old and confused. Don't take advantage of me. And it's fucking true that that's the, they, that is exactly how they are. They're, they are both uh, superior and inferior at the same time. But this 73-year-old woman, she's fucking superior, and I'm glad she did what she did. She's killing it, man. She's the uh, she's the Betty White of uh, Long Island. Uh, old ladies, Long man. Island. That's all you need to say. All right, Jake. Good to see your face, listeners. I hope you enjoyed listening. Uh, visit Jake at jakevevra.com. Check me out at nathantimmel.com. We will be here every Monday making fun of the week's news for you. Later. Thank you.